Hey, I'm Toby. And I'm Larry. Welcome to How Does That Sound? Episode 8, welcome back everybody. It's the second week of November and slowly begin to feel the fall year in Vancouver. Like It feels like as November came, the cold, the real cold started. And just yesterday, there was a little bit of a snowfall. Oh yeah, it seems for me, I feel like I'm already in Christmas. To be very honest, like <laughs> I'm already whining now for the year. Like I need help to finish all my tasks, um, projects because I'm like out. <laughs> You're done. Yeah, I'm done. Like I've I've worked hard this year. I have. Yeah, it's crazy that year is coming to an end already. So to be fair, and uh, yeah, I, I, December is really closed. Everyone is thinking about the holidays already. So I think we should put up put up our Christmas tree very soon. Very soon. Yeah, we should. We should be one of those people that put it December first. I think I'm the kind of person that will play on on this on like December twenty fourth. That's not happening. Not, not, not November seventh. Yeah. Okay. The other thing about the Christmas tree, and I, this is not what we're talking about today, but <laughs> just so I can just like. Get this off your mind. Get this off my chest, yeah. Mm-hmm. What is the point of putting up Christmas tree when Christmas is literally one day? It's the most wonderful time of the year. It just feels like too much work. <laughs> like, I you, have no answer for you. We put up the Christmas tree. It doesn't do anything for so you. That's it just why like, we need to put it as soon as possible so we can feel the effect. If we put it December 24th... It doesn't do anything for you other than just like increasing your hydro bill. It's Because you, you put all these decorations on it. You put all the lights on it. Like it's taking up energy. It's just... And then some people do it for like... You have it on for like two months. Just increasing your bill when you should be saving money really around the holidays. I believe because everything has, gets expensive. I believe the Lord has blessed you. You can afford your hydro bill for one or two months. Doesn't mean I should pay extra fees for it. The hydro is not even going to be that much because you're not doing. Do you see what other people do in front of the houses? Yeah, I'm not other people. Uh, and that's what I'm trying to, I'm trying to understand. So, why do people put up Christmas trees for like. Like, why is Christmas tree such a big deal when the holiday they try just one day? I feel like the holiday was like like a week, I understand. And then the annoying thing is that once Christmas is over, there's literally like a. With that. that period between Boxing Day and New Year's Eve. Everybody's like, they don't know what to do with their life. The Christmas tree doesn't make sense anymore because we've already forgotten about the fact that Christmas happened. It just feels like another walk to tear it down and bring it down and take it to your basement. If, if anyone has any response for my dear husband, yeah, please 
Just let us know. I honestly don't have an answer. I just know that that's what I've grown up doing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and that's that's the thing. Most of it is just tradition. Didn't you grow up putting Christmas tree? No. Yeah, we actually had a we actually had like a real conifers um tree um in front of a uh, like now parking lot. So we never actually had to buy this any Christmas very tree. Typical. <laughs> yeah, all we did was just like get lights sometimes and put lights on it. We didn't even decorate it like any lavish decoration. We just buy lights. This, this is the same lights we already had there. So like whenever like December comes around, we just put the lights on it. But yeah, we never really. Did so anything. why are you? So at least you're used to putting lights on, so you get it. Yeah, I wasn't paying the bills back then. <laughs> So now I'm paying the bills and I'm like, this is just. Don't worry, we will put minimal, we'll put very little light. I will ensure that we put more decorations and very, we'll make sure we don't put light. I think we shouldn't even put because we know that our beautiful child just pulls things off. That's true. We actually have to be mindful. <laughs> so let's just hope we that this Christmas tree makes it to. Yeah, she might actually pull it down. That's, that's the irony. So I pull everything down, and they were, I have to decorate that tree like four times. It will make it during, fun throughout from now to um the new year. Yeah, by after Christmas day, she pulls it down again. We're done. Yeah. Yeah. So. Well, but speaking of speaking of bills, money, payments. This this year, lots of people are about to like reassess their bills, reassess like. What you're spending money on, and for various reasons, like there's an, there's inflation, um, there's the stocks of recession. Honestly, I think we're in recession already. Um, but particularly, lots of people have been laid off from their jobs this year, and according to um, layoffs FYI, the website, like there have already been more than one hundred thousand people laid off this year just from tech companies particularly not even from like every any other industry and i think tech the tech industry has been uh, the worst they've had the worst number of layoffs i yeah. think um in this this year at least okay. i mean since the pandemic there's been a lot of layoffs but i think 2022 was really the year of tech layoffs and it's interesting that a lot of people are running to tech. Oh, I want to work in tech. And then all this is happening. So so what do you mean by running to tech? Like a lot of, everybody like wants to work in tech companies right now. Like everybody wants to get their way into tech companies. You've not heard people like, oh, I don't mind. I just want to get into tech. I want to find something like every single thing that like, even if there's some like, Anything, honestly, I don't know what example to use, but anything that, oh, let's say I do admin. If there's something called admin in tech, I don't mind because tech companies pay. Yeah, so a lot of people are running to do like tech companies and then this is happening. So it's actually, I I wouldn't say it makes sense, but then tech companies, like to be honest, I can see why tech companies are over hiring and then it's like, it's leading to them having to lay so much people because they probably hired for roles that they didn't even need. 
Yeah, I mean, there are a few, there are a few ways to see it. Well, first of all, like I have to be empathetic to like anyone who's lost their job. Um, yeah. Tech company or not, um, very unfortunate things go through. Um, but tech jobs are attractive because most tech companies are they are growth oriented. You can actually see the growth of the company, and so as a, a new graduate or someone like a worker, right, you want to be part of something that is growing, and where you can actually see the growth. Um, that's one, and they actually do pay well. Yeah, more than other industries, like in most cases, and you know they have good benefits as well. Yeah, like it's also like a great way for you to to grow your personal skills because yeah, like your professional skills because like again it's a good environment so you you be pushed to learn and to develop yourself. So I think I understand the attraction to tech. I worked in tech for a few years now and I don't even know. I didn't even realize that was a fascination. I don't think I I Almost fully said, oh, I want to work in a tech company. Like when I got my first tech job, I think I was looking for where I could apply my skills. And for like a, a company that I, I I can believe in what they're producing or what service they're providing. But and then just happened to be a tech company as well. So, but yeah, I, can, I, I think I get what you're saying when you're saying people are running into it. It's, it's definitely attractive. Um, do you think that so in twenty twenty two one hundred K jobs um or one hundred K people laid off just in tech? Do you think and we've not even gotten I mean we are sort of in the recession but it feels like there's more coming. <laughs> do you, and so there might be even more layoffs unfortunately. Um do you think that this would change people's minds around like Tech company, you can tech will become less attractive after, after, like after this period. I don't think um, people are going to run away from tech. I don't think that tech is going to be less attractive. And why I don't think that is because um, our world is like going in that direction, right? Everything is going like more tech, technological. So I don't think so. I just think that maybe people just have to reassess and actually think what I'm doing. Can I do it in other industries? Like, can I do the same thing in a different way? What's my goal? I think what's my goal for going into tech? You know, what's my long term goal? I think when you're being laid off. That's the thing that people think, tend to think about. Like I've been laid off before, so that kind of like is a process that I believe people go through. So yeah. Like one of the reasons we are talking about layoff um, is really because one, we know that for a lot of people that we know and that we don't know, it's, it's something that. They have to think about this year. Mm-hmm. Um, people are trying to like make sure that they have their thoughts in the role, um, like their savings and um, their fin- their finances, their investments, whatever. Making sure that they have, they have emergency funds just in case of anything. Um, 
when you were laid off, so maybe you can talk about your your your, your experience being laid off when it happened. Um, did you have a plan B before it happened? And like, what was like the first thing that came to your mind when it happened? Nope, I didn't have any plan B. I didn't see it coming. I was very shocked. Like I was so confused. Um, you know, honestly, um, this happened. So I graduated from. I finished my pro- my program in twenty eighteen. Um, summer I think. But yeah, my official graduation was in October, and so my prayer, my hope was that I was going to start a job right away. And fortunately, I did start by that October, like as my. So, so I had the summer just to rest, you know, get myself, start thinking of what I wanted to apply. And then I got the job. Um, and I had never worked before, so I was actually so happy. Like, oh, I actually got a decent well, job, first job. My first job. Yeah. And then now I can actually grow my skill set. And I didn't even work for more than a month. <laughs> and it was just one Friday. Although I was... You know, I had issues here and there with my boss. It was actually a law firm, and I got the position of an administrative assistant. I guess the guy expected me to do certain things, but I, I needed to learn and understand how he wanted things to be done. So I honestly don't know if he was out of maybe he was getting frustrated with what I was doing. And he just called me on Friday. There was really no warning. Um, nothing like that. It was just, um, thank you very much. Um, this is going to be your last day. Nothing like, oh, I would pay you for the next two weeks. There was nothing of that sort. Um, so yeah, I didn't have any plan B. I had received only my first um, month salary. I did not have any savings. <laughs> so. I was very confused on what was I going to do, where was I going to start from. Uh, I need money, you know, and I just, you know, I told my parents, obviously, I got a job. And then now, would I start calling them back one month just after graduating to say, oh, I don't have a job, I need money. So I was very confused. I think I just hid for two weeks and I started applying for jobs. Um, just okay. As, as much as I was thinking of, what do I want to do? I was just like, I need to get a job. And, uh, you know, also being an immigrant here, like you come on study permit, you also need timeline, you need to do a work permit. So I think all of those things were running through my head. I'm like, I can't even slack or think, like rest in one day. I need every minute counts. I need to get a job as soon as possible because all of those things are on the line. So and I guess for you, it was the beginning of your career, right? So, it was yeah. very early. I think that's the other thing, so right? With, with most time, everybody in there, they, they think about like, it's, it's like first in, first out. Like, yeah. person who just came, who recently came, might be one of the first people that would be, uh, that would be laid off. Uh, but then for that person, for that employee, it's very annoying. Like, it's very annoying because you just literally settled into something, like, just settled into something, and then you have to like, um, reassess everything that you already uh, planned. Like I know some, I know, I, I, I know someone that literally got a job um, 
three days, two days into the job, they were laid off um, in this in this period this year. And yesterday, a friend of ours told us about someone that had taken a job and traveled and moved, um, but then the trash that person got there, they were laid off. And yeah, so it's, it's very, very, very annoying, very frustrating. Um, I've been laid off once, and I've almost been laid off the second time. The first night, uh, when I was laid off once, was very, very similar to you, actually. I literally just finished um, school. Um, I, I was working with local paper, local newspaper, in the outskirts of Winnipeg. Oh, yeah. Um, and literally one month into, was it a month? I think so. Yeah. Similar, right? Yeah. yeah. Just one month into it. Um, like my manager editor called me into the office and was like, Daddy had to let me go. And it wasn't, I had nothing to do with my performance, I had nothing to do with anything I'd actually done. They were even like, like, this is not something they want to do. Uh, that, was, that was what he said. But, and the reason was essentially because they had unfairly laid off someone before I got there. And then the person had threatened to sue them because of the way the person was laid off was wrong. Um, I, I can't even get details about what happened specifically, but they were trying to avoid illegal, um, illegal case. So that they had to bring the person back on, which means I had to go. Um, and to be fair, I was on, I was still reading publication period, so they had every, they had every right to do that, right? Um, so that was the layoff that happened to me. And then I think the second time, it wasn't really a layoff, it wasn't a layoff, I wasn't fired. Um, but I had an inkling that something was going to happen. Not because of, there weren't any like actual rift at the workplace, but I could just sense that, um, I could just sense that like, they are going to need to make some changes at some point. And like, that okay. that changed that change might involve me. So I literally like I remember that day I did yeah, the, the morning or the night before um um that they actually wrote up like a resignation letter that you know what if anything is going to happen, let me let me control my own destiny and let me just do it myself. <laughs> <laughs> so I wrote up a resignation letter. Um Literally, as I entered the office that day, my boss called me. I'm like, yep, this is it. I just knew. I don't know I knew. I just knew. I, carried, mm. I took my resignation letter and, you know, and they talking before they even could say the word. I'm like, yeah, let me go, right? And they're like, yeah. I'm like, well, I'm actually resigning as well. I was actually about to resign as well. And it ended up being like a mutual decision. Like, I think that was in the best case scenario because then it wasn't technically a layoff. Um, and then we could come to some kind of settlement um, on what was going to happen next. Um, so, so, yeah, that was the second instant. But that one, I was way more prepared than I was for like than in the first story I, 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 yeah. I, I spoke about. Like, I already knew something was going to happen, and I started like making plans, like okay, so what I'm going to do, and all that. So yeah, it's, but it's, it's definitely it's tricky, and it's always a different experience for different people. Do you think? Do you think this would change or impact?
impact people's opinion on so like working for an employer versus being an entrepreneur themselves. Like just for context, right? Um in during the 2008 recession, um like there were a lot of successful businesses today that were founded back then, like the likes of WhatsApp, Instagram, Uber, Venmo, um, Pinterest, um, Square, Airbnb, Glassdoor, like a lot of businesses that are now successful. Um, what fourteen years later, uh, a decade, a decade plus later, that actually started during that period. Shows that during a period of economic downturn, there can be can actually be um, a room for growth, room for like creating something that could actually grow. Do you think this would like that idea would impact like change people's mind around like working for working full time for an employer versus being an entrepreneur? I think it's specifically because um let's start with COVID, like in COVID, like during COVID when people were laid up, the people who actually went freelancing for a bit. Yeah. And then they went back to work. Yeah. Like they they think that it's better for them to go back to work. And the people that COVID actually made them realize, okay, I don't like what I'm doing. And then I'm going to quit and actually um, step into um, like full-time what I want. So I think I would say 50-50 here like to add, because I've heard someone say this and I actually thought, why would you say that? Why well, I, I actually think there might be some truth to it. And that is... Not everyone is actually, not everyone can do entrepreneurship. Mm-hmm. And so I think when the person said, I'm like, why are you saying, or aren't you being negative? But I think there might actually be some truth that not everyone, you get, some people can like do consultations, can do certain things, but not like full on, like establish like a whole company, like all the companies that you called, right? Um, in that regard. And then there's some people that are actually cut out for entrepreneurship. Some people would rather prefer that structure and everything done for them and they just come and offer what they have to do and go. So I think that this period for people that have um, been laid off, if they've already had something that they've always been interested in, I think it's really push for them to actually step into that. And then there's some other people that even if they have something, they might be like, I still need more experience. And then still go back into like the workspace, and there's some people that will be like, "No, I don't think I can actually step into something else. I would like to." I'm one of those people that would further my career to the T, like go into like the highest position of my career because maybe they have like a specific role in their careers they're pursuing. So yeah, so I think it it really it's. It varies. I don't think, oh, yeah, they'll be right. But I believe, though, that a lot of people are emerging out of this. There are a lot of things that are coming up, a lot of things that have come out. So, yes, there's going to be that. We'll see spikes in so many businesses, new startups. There's so many startups right now. And so there's that. But at the same time, I think some people are very comfortable still working in 9 to 5. Yeah, I mean, if you if 100k people are, were laid off this year, like just so far, second week of November, 
And like these people are coming from them are coming from the likes of Twitter, which um, Twitter laid off seven hundred people mm-hmm. just last week. Like Lyft laid off seven just in November, Lyft laid off seven hundred, open door, you know, five fifty, it's suites, which is based in Vancouver here, you know, fifty stripe, laid up a thousand people, like mm-hmm. uh like Peloton laid off seven hundred and eighty people. <laughs> like so many Talents are just being displaced. I feel like if that many talents are being put out, definitely these are people that are brilliant people that are smart. Um, you know, most of them I'm sure are well deserving of the jobs that they had. So, like, definitely those are a lot of people that are being, so to speak, kind of liberated. And for anyone, like you're saying, for anyone that was probably on the edge of starting something or like. You know, stepping out and really trying to create a service or a business or a product, this might be a push for them. Yeah. Um, and especially those that work at bigger corporations, they might actually have like, you know, the financial security just a little bit to be able to do something because they're well paid and they might have saved some money over the years. Um, they might, might have gotten like some severance to keep them afloat for a very little short time, very short time. Um, so they might actually have some capital or maybe able to get some capital to actually start. So that actually, I, I think that this might actually push a lot of people to consider starting something. And these people don't have to do it alone. They can also come together and actually do it, right? Yeah. Um, and for those that, you know, also still want to continue working for an employer. That's nothing wrong with that too right there. Again, these are all talented people so we can always find something, right? Hopefully. Um but as you said though, it's just that sometimes unfortunately it's like people that are just starting and are growing yeah. in most of these companies that are being laid up. On like I think Twitter, they went all out. Even like Twitter is like the only one place that I would say they didn't really um cover up or if it was CEO or like leadership, like everyone, nobody was left <laughs> untouched. But most companies, you realize that they actually start from the ground up, which is a bit sad because people are still trying to find their footing, right? And then also financial security. But I think, all I think, even if you don't see yourself being an entrepreneur, I I strongly believe that if there's anything COVID has taught us is don't rely on one income. Yeah. Even if you're just going to like come online on Saturday and teach something for five minutes, you don't have to have a staff, you know, whatever you do, you just get a like consultation, you don't have to have any big thing and you no know, investment, whatever it is. I think, especially, and this is especially for a lot of us as we come out of school, you know, stats shows that the early people, like for the junior ones, are being laid up. I think that's something that. We should consider more. You know, if you're just coming out fresh, or you're just starting, you try to build your way up to build your skills. I think it's nice to also think of other things that you can. Yeah. Yeah, you yeah, can yeah. rely on because, to be honest, we can't rely on nine to five anymore. <laughs> yeah. No, I think that's very true. I think having multiple sources of income is very important. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, which is why I actually think everyone should be an entrepreneur at a certain level. Personally, I feel like, uh, yeah, definitely if you 
if you are if there's a company that you like working for maybe what they're doing or you really just want to grow yourself develop professional skills yeah i have a nine to five for sure i think it's important um you get to work with other people too but just have something else that's something else so you will challenge you to actually develop yourself in new in different ways like um and it might also turn into like sort of income. Um, and if it's not something that uh, is technically a business, like have an investment or something, um, I think, yeah, like relying on one source of income is very risky. Yeah, because as you said earlier, as we both said earlier, right, that's why I love everybody's running to tech company or they pay so well. You know, now tech might pay well. Um, and the money that they're paying now might seem like, oh, wow, it's good. I know that's dependent on your role, right? But as the economy is changing, in my time, we get to two, three years, this money will seem very small. You know, they'll have to increase again. So, like, we would never, there will never ever be like, oh, wow, a wonderful salary because our world is, you know, getting more and more expensive. So, yeah, like what you're saying, you try, like have something. Yeah, yeah. Well, that, that that's our take on on the situation regarding layoffs. Uh, if if you've been laid off um, this year recently, um, we are thinking of you for sure, and you be encouraged. Um, this is not the end of the road for you. There's a lot more opportunities ahead. So. And we hope that you're able to get back on your feet. And for everyone else, um, all might be um, panicking or cautious or anxious about the situation. Um, just do what you can within your control. Like you can't really control what happens outside, um, outside of you. Like just con- just control what you can. Do your best where you are. Um, like have plan B, um, transfer. You can diversify your income and. Yeah, and and pray. <laughs> and also, if you are like an employer here and you know opportunities, please feel free to reach out to us. And yeah, if there's anyone here that's actually been laid up, if we have anything, we try and share. Please, anyone, yeah, you never know who listen. So please let us know and we'll really share with people that have actually been affected. Yeah. So, but yeah, as Toby said, pray. <laughs> Yeah, well, thanks. Thank you for listening to this week's podcast. Um, please rate the show, leave a review, share with your friends. Um, that's honestly the best way to support the show. We're very grateful for you. Have a good week. Bye. Bye.